What is up, everyone? Welcome back to my podcast, Sweets with Sodi. I'm your host, Chef Sodi. Today, I'm super excited to have my guest right here with me, Sayan Boskrup. Sayan, he is the owner of Desiria Chocolate. And just for those who don't know, Desiria Chocolate, they make probably some of the best chocolate I've had in a long time. And so their bars, they're gluten-free, organic, non-GMO, and with 100% recycled packaging. And they do a lot of good for the earth, too. And so I'm super excited to get into this interview. Sam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being here with me. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Appreciate that. I'm super excited today to kind of get into who you are and kind of what got you into the chocolate industry and everything today. So uh, I, I'm from Turkey, uh, first of all. And I just want to do one correction, actually. My wife owns a company, so okay. it, is, it is her. Uh, she owns a company and she runs a company. I'm the, just uh, a guy who makes chocolate. So, um, you know, uh, I am, as I said, like I'm uh, from Turkey, but I grew up in Germany. And uh, growing up uh, in that, um, you know, chocolate environment, it helped us a lot. And especially my father used to make chocolate in Germany. So we grew up with chocolate uh, and um, yeah, that's, that's, that's who we are and what we are. I love that, that's awesome. What was that kind of like being, when you're a little kid, like your dad coming home and bringing chocolate and just having that experience with you? It was great first, but every night having chocolate, you know, we got used to it. Um, it was nice, you know, like trying different type of chocolates because he was so excited when he, 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 he back from work. Uh, and then shared the chocolate with us. But uh, as I said, uh, it's great. But after some point, you know, you get tired of eating chocolate. But uh, now I understand and I'm really grateful for that. We, that uh, experience gave me a chance to launch my uh, company and then make some chocolates over here. That is awesome. So originally, you and I, we met at Sugar High. Um, that was about a month ago, I think now. Correct. So I remember I walked up to you and I was like, okay, so which one's the best? And you asked me, well, what do you like? I was like, I kind of like a little bit of everything. And so you very graciously gave me one, of, one uh, sample of every flavor. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna seriously put them in my bag, make sure I take them home when I'm not, you know, with a bunch of other, you know, sugar and try them. And I will tell you, Okay, so I, I tried all three of them, but my favorite was the chocolate hazelnut. And when I tried that, I don't know, I felt like I got transported to Germany. It was amazing. And so I was wondering, it got me thinking, Sam, what's your, like, the best chocolate you've ever had? And what was the experience when you tried that? Uh, uh, you know, I am probably hazelnut fun as well. <laughs> That's a good thing. Yeah, so... Uh, and the other thing is we still have a lot of different ideas so we are just going to use the hazelnuts more especially making uh, hazelnut chocolate with i mean dark chocolate with hazelnuts mm -hmm. in it so that's our goal and then pretty soon hopefully we are going to launch it uh, but other than that um, i really hated white chocolate before but we made some uh, samples uh, with uh, some sour um, fruits uh, such as uh, lemon okay. so that helped a lot and then I am kind of excited to launch that too uh, hopefully next year mm -hmm. so probably that's gonna be my favorite one but, you know it's it's different because no, nobody has it and we use uh, some uh, sour fruits with the white chocolate and it's just a lot better than whatever I had in my life so that's gonna be my favorite pretty soon oh my gosh that is so cool. I've never heard of like a white chocolate with like lemon or something sour yeah. so I'm excited for that do you have like a name for the flavor yet like anything not yet uh, I'm still uh, working on the formulation and as soon as that's done uh, probably we're just gonna come up come up with the name or stuff but we are not sure which one we should uh, launch first mm -hmm. but uh, white chocolate with the sour fruits, it's just like makes a huge difference. And then well, as soon as you try them and then get them on, on your palate, it just makes you feel so great. So I am so excited and hopefully everybody will like it. I'm excited for that too. I wanna, I wanna try that and, cause like I'm not a big fan of white chocolate, like how you saying you weren't either. Same here, yep. But that 
that's just so intriguing to me, that little additive, that, that sourness to mm-hmm. kind of balance it out and make it better. So not only that, uh, unfortunately, we, you cannot find something like that in the market yet. So yeah. that's why we are uh, more excited because that's going to be something new in the market. And uh, I, I, am, I love it and I'm pretty sure most of people love it at, unless if, you know, um, they are, I mean, like salted caramel chocolate, you know, like everybody thinks, oh, salted caramel chocolate mm-hmm. or uh, spicy chocolate in the market. People think it's crazy to have it. But as soon as you try them, you know, right now, even like whole and entire world, the most selling chocolate is salted caramel chocolates. So it's kind of, you know, weird. And uh, that's why I have a huge hope uh, because, um, you know, that's going to be something new. And then as soon as people try it, uh, that's going to be different. So that's amazing. I'm, I'm super excited for that. Okay, I'm going to have my eyes peeled for that when that comes out. So before we get more into chocolate, I kind of want to get a little bit more into who you are, what makes mm-hmm. you you. And you, you talked a little bit how you're originally from Turkey, and then you were went to Germany after that. So yeah. how long were you living in Turkey before you moved to Germany? Uh, I my I grew up with my uh, brother in, in Turkey, my mm-hmm. family. Uh, so that's why I, I went to school in Turkey. So I was at, uh, during school time, I was in Turkey, and then as soon as uh, we had holidays I was in Germany and I was just a uh, traveling uh, but roughly I can say uh, I spent uh, like uh, almost 12 13 years in Turkey and then uh, let's say 10 years in Germany mm-hmm. and now 15 years in Utah so wow yeah and what was kind of the difference from from Turkey to Germany and then from Germany to Utah yeah huge differences so uh, the opportunities and then lifestyle is totally different in Germany than Turkey. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was in Turkey, you know, um, life is uh, a lot harder. Uh, a lot, you know, you have a lot of struggles. Uh, not only uh, at work, at school, at work, at outside. Doesn't matter, even at home. So it was a blessing uh, going to uh, Germany, spend some uh, time with the family, but. Uh, somehow I really miss Turkey <laughs> you know but even though it, right now uh, it is m- crazier than it used to be uh, before you know we had struggles but life was still comfortable and then nice uh, but moving another country especially European countries uh, as Germany uh, life was uh, easy a lot easier than Turkey that I can say but uh, moving to Utah uh, I see more opportunities, so it was a <laughs> uh, blessing again. Uh, I feel uh, more happier uh, when I moved to the U.S. because um, the the problem was uh, you get bullied uh, when you are in Turkey. So mm-hmm. I'm originally Kurdish, so there's a huge uh, there was a huge problem between Turkish and Kurdish people in Turkey. So I was Kurdish in Turkey when I went to Germany. Then I was Turkish in Germany, but moving to Utah, nobody cared where I'm from. So that was a, you know, um, huge difference. I feel more uh, comfortable and confident, and I feel more happier uh, when I moved to Utah. And I was lucky back in time. I was thinking to move uh, to another state because. You know, like when you're um, Utah, it's great place. Uh, probably one of the best place in 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 United States to live. Mm-hmm. But when you're young, you don't realize that. I mean, you see, just like families, life is easy. When you're young, you just wanna do, you know, uh, more stuff and then engage with people. But I just realized uh, you engage people more in Utah because in big cities life is so hard and then you have to just move fast mm-hmm. to uh, catch up with the things so right now I don't think I'm gonna ever move out <laughs> from Utah uh, because as, as I said like um, it's it's a lot better than most of the places that I ever been yeah but uh, you know the biggest difference in here people are extremely nice you know um, they welcome you they don't 
judge you who you are where are you from or like uh, what kind of uh, language that you speak so that's why uh, I call Utah home actually I mean even though I grow up in uh, uh, two different countries uh, such as uh, Turkey and Germany I feel a lot confident and then probably uh, I will call Utah my home so I love that. That's awesome. I mean, you fit right in with the kind people here. Um, we've known each other just for a little bit, but you've been so kind and, and generous and helping me out. And I kind of I under, understand a little bit of the like. So I'm from a very very small town in Nevada. Like, I kid you not, like probably more tumbleweeds than, than people. And mm-hmm. so uh, when you're talking about the, the opportunities that it opens up, just moving to a bigger city, that's so true. And you kind of are forced to deal with more people and, and talk to more people and kind of rely on more people mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. to kind of move forward. And one thing that's uh, been kind of, I'm, we, I have family up here, but uh, it's a little bit harder because my immediate family is still back in Nevada. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to know a little bit more about, about your family and how they impacted you as you grew up. So I am so grateful, as I said, like, um, growing up with my mom and dad and then my brothers and sisters and then not you know I, I don't I don't want to look like that I'm complaining about the problems in Turkey or Germany right now yeah because I'm so grateful uh, that um, we had some you know struggles but the, the thing is uh, we never missed uh, you know the birth that family so we, I grow up with uh, cozy with my family and uh, my dad even though he has to work he had you know, without having you know any money, we were still able to get some food in on our table, and I'm still grateful. So when I you know family, uh, especially uh, what I learned from my mom and dad, uh, uh, it helped me a lot to be you know who I am at the moment. Mm-hmm. So we didn't we did we weren't able to access everything, but the thing is we are um, finding a way to uh, entertain ourselves or be happy end of the day. So the biggest thing that I learned from my family to be humble and then grateful, whatever we have, and then enjoy the time that we have. So you never know what's gonna happen in the future, right? Uh, that's why I, I am, you know, if they ask me to, you know, pick a family again, probably I'm just gonna pick my same family because um, that struggle times taught me how to be a survivor, mm-hmm. how to uh, be creative and uh, get things done. So uh, life, as I said, it's it wasn't hard, but I don't want to sound like it was so hard. No, mm-hmm. it wasn't easy, but it could be better. But the opportunities, it's uh, unfortunately limited yeah. uh, in that kind of countries, especially you know if. If I was in Germany, I don't think I was um, able to launch my chocolate company because there, there's tons of them over there, and you're not able to, you know, get in the market. Mm-hmm. But if I was in, in you know, um, Turkey, I couldn't probably after school. It's really hard to find a job, and then you have to know some people. So, but what I learned from my family was just be patient and work hard and get things done and then use your time uh, you know for for right stuff so that's why uh, today if i'm here it is because of my family and because what that taught me uh, what what they taught me and um the 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 you know right now i realize my father used to make me work uh, it doesn't matter if we don't have anything to do he always was looking for something to do so I was just like complaining back in time, you know, like I said, like why I need to do everything and why I need to work like 24 seven, right? And I was, I was kid, like I, I start to, um, you know, sell waters and then do some um, small things to provide uh, my, you know, uh, college expenses. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I started to work actually when I was seven years old, I was starting to, you know, go to the market and then sell some stuff. Uh, you know, and start to sell water in in the you know stadiums and during the games stuff. So I was complaining a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, you have no idea. I was just <laughs> complaining daily basis, and then I 
and meantime I was going to school, right? And um, seeing some of my friends, uh, you know, go into park, play, and uh, I was kind of, you know, sad that time. But like, as I said, I learned how to survive. So uh, believe it or not, I was uh, 12 years old. Uh, first time I had a pair of shoes. Wow. So nobody believes that, right? And uh, so what did you do before then? Um, we were just like walking on the street without any shoes. Wow. And so we put plastic, some some of the plastic. We, as I said, like you know, uh, we grow up in uh, hard conditions. But as I said, because of that, we are uh, who we are at the moment. So I'm, I just, I'm just grateful. I had that hard times because right now whatever happens it doesn't scare me mm -hmm. it doesn't make me feel oh we are done or oh, we are how we are gonna uh, you know uh, fix that issue to move on right I don't say that anymore I even I really don't and uh, when uh, we start talk about like launch my comp uh, company I mean uh, my uh, our company I'm just gonna give you more samples that probably uh, everybody will think that I'm stupid mm -hmm. but yeah, there's a lot of uh, things that we had to do to came this far. Um, so yeah, I'm grateful that I had that struggles uh, back in time. Uh, that makes us really, really strong. And then grateful and then be patient. So I love that a lot. Mm -hmm. The recognizing seeing like, okay, maybe it wasn't super easy. It, it was hard, but because of those hard things, you've become such a better person, you've become such stronger. It's given you that like, skill set that you needed to, to come here and launch your company, do the dreams that you wanted to do. And so after all that, you, you moved to Utah, and was did you go to Utah just because of school, or kind of what, what kind of led you I here? I came here for work. Uh, I, um, I started to work at one of the hotels over here, uh, and I don't know if it's okay, I can give you a name. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. I used to work at the Grand Ole Motel. Okay. It's, yeah, and I worked there for uh, about like six years. And after that, I started, I mean, I worked for another company. And after that company, I, you know, work on the chocolate and do some samples and launch our company. That's awesome, yeah. So I was, I had, was looking at, you were, it was your wife and then another friend you yeah. guys had decided to start up the company. And when exactly did you realize, okay, this is what I want to do. I want to start up this chocolate company. I had that idea in 2016. Uh, I was working on, I, you know, before we launched our company, I did a lot of researches. I read every single articles about chocolate and, you know, about United States market. And uh, after uh, thing, you know, made, sense I, I said like yeah we have to do some uh, samples and then now get the reaction of the people and then what they think and um, the first reaction was great and everybody just like keep asking for making chocolate and I said okay we start to you know uh, provide more samples and then send all over the places to make sure that you know we are doing something right mm -hmm. and uh, after that reaction and then um, you know, reading all the articles about uh, United States market and then actually Utah market, that made me more confident and more comfortable because I find out um, having a small business in Utah, uh, Utah wasn't uh, ranked uh, second state uh, who, you know, launching the small businesses. Mm -hmm. So that made me really comfortable. But after reading that uh, when it comes to candy consumption, Utah is the first state actually in the United States. So I said, perfect. Now we are in the right place to, you know, have our chocolates. So yeah, um, we read a lot, but after, you know, some researches and then some great responses from people, we, you know, we said, okay, we are just gonna work on it in 2017. And then we had our first production in 2018, January in the United States, so. Wow, so going out, for the first time, giving your samples to everyone, what what was your feeling like before you gave them and then after you heard what they said? I was so scared, to be honest. You know, I said, okay, I'm just gonna do something. I believe it's great, but how about if people don't like it? So I was so open for the feedback, but meantime, 
I was kind of scared if people don't like it then I unfortunately that was you know only way to do some right stuff like uh, making I mean I always care about the ingredients or whatever we have our, our chocolate because making you know something that you are proud of is makes you even stronger so uh, I knew we could make you know something different but the thing is I wouldn't be proud of my product so um, I was really scared to hear feedback but I never heard a bad feedback so that made me really really happy you know even though I was open um, for any feedback but um, couple of feedbacks we got was uh, about the design mm -hmm. but nobody say anything about the you know taste of the chocolate so that made me really really happy you knew you were doing something right when the only thing was just the design right yeah yep 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 I need I needed a lot of help for the design I'm not an artist <laughs> not at all neither am I I'm, I'm still I stick to the, the pastries and the desserts <laughs> and things like that someone else can do all the other art stuff yep so. I am so terrible with the art and so when you were getting ready to source ingredients and source parts, from my understanding, so you source your cocoa beans um, from Ghana, and then you have hazelnuts from Turkey, correct? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so what, describe me that process, when you're formulating your, your chocolate and trying to decide where to get things from, how did you pick and choose like what was gonna go into it? So I wanna start uh, with the hazelnut. Um, Turkey is leading the uh, market with the hazelnut right now. Uh, Seventy-six percent of the hazelnut, if I'm not mistaken, it's either seventy-three or seventy-six mm -hmm. percent of the hazelnut comes from Turkey all okay. around the world. So it's a I huge deal, and uh, especially um, you know, being from Turkey, uh, you have more access to all uh, small and individual uh, farms. Mm -hmm. So that's why we want to get something that um, uh, fit in our, uh, you know. Uh, you know, uh, but uh, for Ghana, uh, you know, most of the cocoa beans actually, if you want to make just like uh, some chocolates like dark or uh, any chocolates without fruit, they have the best cocoa beans. But if you want to make fruity chocolates, um, you have to uh, source uh, most of them actually in South America. Okay. So that's why uh, we are not gonna stick with. Um, Ghana for the cocoa beans, we are uh, really open and actually I had a meeting with uh, one of the Peruvian um, um, you know, um, uh, farmers, uh, we might uh, start to work with them, but hazelnut definitely will come from Turkey. You said that was in Peru? Yep. Wow. Uh, okay. We have a couple of options, we have uh, people that we already talked with in Peru, in Colombia, even in uh, Puerto Rico, Costa Rica, so we have a couple of options. We just um, want to see whatever fits our, um, you know, um, portfolio. So, um, I mean, um, in some point, some certain point, you have to pick the right stuff without looking uh, on pricing. If mm -hmm. you do that, um, then you're gonna create something great. But if you just think about the, um, you know, money-wise, unfortunately, sometimes it's, I mean. Most of the time, if you ask me, not working out. Mm -hmm. So you kind of sacrifice some of that that high quality, that that flavor and texture or whatever it might be, because you go for like the, the cheaper things. Ex exactly. I mean, most of the people does that, unfortunately. Yeah. Most of the products. Uh, I'm not just talk specifically talking chocolate. Um, any any you know um, ingredients. Uh, right now, the market is really tight. So that's why everybody just kept looking for the best option to make more money, which it makes sense, and I really respect uh, their, um, their business mind. Mm -hmm. But if you ask me if you wanna create something that you can be proud, um, then you should source the right stuff for your products. So yeah, money comes, you know, uh, later than uh, you know health and quality. Yeah. You kind of put in that correct stuff you know, before. For us, job. exactly. For us, it's it's that because we, you know, I have a uh, almost five years old son, 
So what's his name? Uh, Devrim. Devrim. Yeah, it's uh, it means revolution in Turkish. So, <laughs> so I I'm sorry for him, but he's not able to go back to Turkey. So it's oh. gonna be tough. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's our fault. Um, the you know, whenever we open you know some of our chocolates, we always share with them without any hesitate because we know what we have in our chocolate. We know it's it's not gonna. You know, like eating a lot of chocolate is not definitely it's not healthy. It doesn't matter whatever you eat too much; it's yeah. not healthy. But um, whenever he asks any chocolates, we I don't hesitate to share with them because I know what we have in our chocolate. I know how we made it. Mm-hmm. So I want he- you know every single consumers out there have the same feelings and then never hesitate to share you know piece of chocolates or piece of. Uh, product that they can you know trust and then share with their family members so that was a big deal for us and that's still and then that will be like that we want people just enjoy and then never have it have a question mark in their minds mm-hmm. and then enjoy every single piece of the products that we make so I love that so much yeah that was something I found really interesting when I was looking through it because looking researching and going through everything because like I said, the beings, so Desiria, their chocolate bars, gluten-free, organic, non-GMO, and 100% recyclable packaging. And that was one thing that really stood out to me, especially was, so on the website, um, when you go to the About Us, it, there's some questions that says, is it, is, does it make the earth happy? Does it make you happy? Okay, then do this. And I thought that was so cool, especially the focusing on making that impact on earth. So, and the, um, I'll get back. I'll get to that part later. But um, having that impact on the earth and the environment is obviously something that's really important to you, your family, your company. And why? Why is that? Um, I. I mean, I kind of get with, with what you're saying, like how you can trust what goes in and everything. But what kind of is that core belief for you? I mean, as as you know, um, <clears throat> the time uh, goes so fast. Uh, it's nothing is not like like it's been like five years ago, right? Everything is changing so bad. Uh, and having a kid especially, it helped me a lot to uh, focus on, you know, more em- uh, environment stuff. So I wanna leave something, you know, good for uh, my son, not just money or not something, you know, uh, not some toys, not some houses or cars. Mm-hmm. I want him to be able to uh, be proud of us and proud of you know uh, proud of his family such as you know I always talk about my family how proud I am uh, that's why I, I want to have clean future for him yeah. clean future doesn't mean just you know have some savings account for him have some you know if, if you you're having a hard time to breathe then money cannot help you mm-hmm. so we we really care about all the uh, stuff that we do because we we are, we believe we we are you know we we are chosen one to born in this you know uh, world uh, and we have to take care of it mm-hmm. such as you know like when we start to have our conversations remember we, when we talk about like laptops and stuff yeah. um, if you don't take care of it unfortunately you know you're not gonna use more than a couple of years right mm-hmm. I told you my first laptop I used you know used to using like over 10, almost like 15 years, right? Yeah. Because I care about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we care about Earth a lot, and that's why we wanna do our best, um, not just taste-wise, not just ingredient-wise. We just wanna, you know, be happy, help take care of the, you know, um, some um, materials, and then be proud of that what we do for Earth, what we do for our, uh, for our uh, vendors for our farmers that we work with. We just want to be honest and then, you know, just be fair. So our team, ever, I mean, it's sometimes really fun, uh, funny to me, you know, when people uh, has to claim that you make products is organic or you make 100% recycled packaging. I don't think we should even like give that option. It has to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, why we are not just having, like, you know, uh, health products? Yeah. Why we are uh, use making something bad for our body or, you know, uh, something that might cause you a lot of problems in the future? But I respect whatever, you know, um, 
18, but I think everybody deserves to have uh, you know better products for themselves, and then I don't want to be a reason for you know for someone's health issues, right? Yeah. I don't want to be reason to make this you know world hard to breathe, right? So, and I don't want to be responsible for the farmers that we are not taking care of well because uh, they are small and we have to take care of um, a lot of things to make this world better. So that's, that's, that was a goal for us uh, from the first moment, not just in chocolate industry or not just we launch our country, I mean company. We just care about people. We just care about, you know, pretty much uh, everything that because you have to be grateful, you're not going to get the chance to be in this world again. So that's our, um, you know, um, goal to be fair, to be uh, honest, and um, just provide something that people can enjoy. So that was all our goal. I love that. Just having that, for one thing, having that honesty, making sure people are taken care of, whether that's your your customers, your family, or those the farmers that you're working with, you know, I think that's so important now um, in this day and age. You see a lot of things, especially in the food industry, that that doesn't happen, and it's sad, it's saddening. But that also gives me hope that we have people like you and that are going out and trying to do those right things and trying to to help other people. And so I was, I was talking with uh, my family members and just trying to brainstorm more questions. And one of the things that we kind of stumbled upon, uh, my little brother, he was like, well, he actually wants to understand what makes German chocolate different from regular chocolate chocolate, and why is that better? It is, I think it is a lot. Uh, so I just wanna, uh, you know, a couple of countries in the whole entire world it well known when it comes to chocolate. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Belgian chocolate, everybody, you know, talks about it, and then uh, Swedish chocolate or uh, German chocolate, they, they are, you know, um, leading the, con uh, you know, whole entire world when it comes to chocolate. Mm -hmm. But most of the companies, especially, you know, even like <laughs> Belgium, they make their chocolate in Germany too. So, oh, um, really? yep, I just wanna explain you why. So Germany- is just out of Belgium. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, you know, I know, but I, I cannot say anything about it, unfortunately, <laughs> even though they call themselves uh, Belgian chocolates, but I know they make them in Germany. Okay. So um, what makes German chocolates better is the quality and then, you know, Germany has a regulation when it comes to ingredients, mm -hmm. so you have to have some certain of ingredients and then use the healthy ingredients to make chocolates. So that's one thing, you know, you cannot cheat when you make some products because of the regulation. Mm -hmm. So they are so strict about it, and then that's why, that's I think that's the biggest reason why German chocolates are better, because they use right ingredients. So the other thing is, um, they have a, uh, so when you process the chocolate, uh, most of the countries, they are processing about like, um, 24 to 48 hours to yeah. process them, but Germany is the you know they process them over uh, 60 hours, like 72 hours to make them more creamy and then more smoother. So that's another thing. But other than that, I think one of the biggest you know <laughs> bigger um, biggest important uh, point is there's a lot of chocolate here in Germany. Mm -hmm. So if you have a lot of competition then you have to make it better. So I think that make German chocolates a lot better because everybody has to do their best to provide something great, mm -hmm. and then, um, you know, sell their chocolates, right? So a lot of uh, different kind of uh, chocolate makers in Germany, and then that makes Germany unique because um, everybody has to do, you know, their best to provide something great. So I believe that's the one of the, you know, three things that make German chocolates better. That is awesome. So I didn't even know, I was even on my radar that they had to, they had a regulation to make sure everything yeah. had the high quality ingredients. And that's that's amazing to know uh, that, I mean, Germany, I mean, like I said earlier, when I was trying your chocolate, I felt like I was transported to Germany. So apparently, like obviously, 
they're doing something right over there when they're making their chocolate. That's uh, some of the best chocolate I've had. Yep, they have uh, great chocolate companies over there. I mean, uh, the, the, when I was in uh, doing some researches, I went to you know Germany and went pretty much like every single chocolate here. Not I'm talking about the big ones, uh, not the small ones, but um, trendy chocolate was um, amazing, especially. As I said, like I grew up in Germany, I I had access to chocolate, but um, the 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 different kind of chocolate that I tried, um, it sounded weird when I tried it <laughs> first, but when I you know tried them, I was in love with it. So it's getting even better right now. So what was some of those ones that you were a little bit weirded out before you tried them? <laughs> they had a one one chocolate with uh, um, chili peppers. So it was extremely hot, uh -huh. you know, uh, but I, I really like spices. So I was kind of, you know, worried, you know, when you try it, uh, chocolate, sweet, and then chili peppers. Uh, when I tried it, I said like, yeah, that's it. They, they, they know what they are doing. Not for everyone, but for me, it was one of the best experience I ever had, you know, with chocolate. I love that, that's awesome. I think that's kind of cool because I mean, you kind of see some of that a little bit in South America and stuff like that, but to see that that's happening too in Germany, yep. I think that's super special that the combinations are making. Yeah, the good thing is, right now, the industry is growing so fast. I mean, like you probably, I mean, they have a thousand different brands, a thousand mm -hmm. different uh, chocolates out there, uh, but some of them are great. I mean, you know, like you, and they are so creative, and I'm really proud of the people. You know they are making something and they have their own shop so the biggest you know um, problem that we have we don't have our shop yet yeah so that's why we are not able to you know provide everything that we have in our minds but uh, right now you know the industry and the market is so big and then you can find any different kind of chocolate and then I'm really happy for that mm -hmm. and so yeah you don't have your the store open but what stores are you in currently right now so uh, we are in uh, Whole Foods uh, in Utah, and then we are working in uh, Dan's Fresh Markets, Macy's. Uh, we are uh, working with the, you know, um, some of the coffee shops, uh, mm -hmm. some of the uh, specialty stores, some of the you know, um, small stores in Utah. And we are in Safeway Albertsons in uh, Texas region. Uh, we are um, getting set up to have our products in Stop and Shop, which is one of the you know biggest um, grocery place, uh, specialty place in the East Coast. Yeah. So we are uh, getting ready to uh, work with them, and uh, some of the companies that we work with, uh, just like based in you know, all, you know uh, mostly we are in uh, in West Coast or Midwest, mm -hmm. and that uh, the giant company and the Stop and Shop. Are will be our first uh, East Coast customers. So yeah, we are really excited about that. That's awesome, I'm, that makes me excited too. So I lived yeah, on the East Coast for, for quite a while, well, for a couple of years. I got a lot of friends over in that area and so I'm sure they'll be excited to hear that pretty soon they'll be able to go to Stop and Shop and be able to pick up some of your chocolate. Yeah, hopefully by January, our products will be uh, on the shelves and then for the giant company, um, we will be in the stores in May 24th in 2024 and um, I don't know if you're familiar with Publix mm -hmm. uh, so we are in line review with them too we have a chance to uh, work with them as well that's awesome that's so cool I'm so happy to hear that like, you know it's growing and you have these great opportunities for you as you were growing your business and starting everything what was the hardest part for you the hardest part was um, finding the right ingredients, but, you know, what I thought, but creating the packaging coming from the name of the company, it was probably the hardest time that I ever had, because as I said, I'm not an artist, and I am, um, I, I heard a lot of feedbacks, right? And as I said, like from the uh, beginning, I'm really open for feedbacks, mm -hmm. and I really, um, you know, um, pay attention whatever people say so I had to change the pack you know design like pretty much every day a couple of times so that was really hard but um, making chocolate people think it's hard or 
design packing that people can hard or you know opening up like you know your your first company mm-hmm. it is not the hardest part is getting hold of the you know buyers or retailers to able to present your uh, products and then sell it doesn't matter you can make the best product ever or a product that nobody heard of yeah. but the thing is if you cannot get hold of the consumers that doesn't mean anything so that was the hardest part uh, to get hold of the you know some of the retailers or you know talk with them because when you're a small company unfortunately nobody pay attention so once a while if you're lucky they will uh, respond your email or your phone call other than that uh, it is really hard so first I mean my suggestion people who has an idea and then uh, want to launch their product or uh, service first they have to before making any uh, commitment Mm -hmm. they have to find the right uh, you know connections and then uh, do networking and then launch whatever you have in your mind other than that uh, it will be you know kind of sad story so that was the hardest part like then getting hold of people and then talk about who you are what you are or how you can have a partnership, that was the hardest part. Do you consider yourself more of an introvert or extrovert? Uh, both. Both, kind yeah. of like in, in the middle? Yep, both actually. So um, there's a lot of channels, you know, to um, do stuff, but uh, I usually get things done by my own way mm-hmm. because when you try to get all the people and explain um, what you're looking for, um, not everybody is just in the same way, right? Yeah. Everybody has different skills or everybody has different priorities. So for us, um, I was trying to focus on one thing, but when I see we don't get the results, so I start to focus on like 20 things and um, try to move forward. So I do a lot of sacrifices. So yeah. for doing that, I have sleeps, sleepless nights, um, from the big, the first day. Yeah. I mean, I'm still like that. I, I mean, I work like uh, pretty much um, 20 hours a day. Mm-hmm. That the thing because um, this is kind of like newborn baby, right? You, ha- if you don't take care of it well, unfortunately, that you know baby is not gonna have a healthy future. Yeah. So or um, struggle with a lot of stuff. So that's why. Um, I am just like middle of everything and then try to do everything on my way to make this happen. Other, other than that, uh, it is so hard. Mm-hmm. As you're going through business, is there anything that you would wish you had done differently or had changed to kind of um, make it different? Uh, I could make it different if, so I really um, was sad when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm glad we took the action and then uh, uh, struggle, of course, but uh, we were okay. If I wish we never had COVID, <laughs> things could be a lot different because we already have some contracts that are gonna happen, but unfortunately COVID, they postpone everything and uh-huh. they stop it. So, and uh, we made uh, about um, 10,000 pounds of chocolates for retailer group and just before COVID and then we supposed to have our products in May on the shelves but on March they canceled everything because they said that they don't have time for new products Mm -hmm. to put in aisle or do stuff and yeah I am eating chocolate since then so (laughs) (laughs) which retailer group was that I don't think I can give it that's okay you can't yeah, but uh, you know, you never know. We might uh, be able to go back and go back. So out. that's why you know fingers I'm not thinking. Uh, it, fingers crossed. We already you know done with all the paperwork. We are ready to go. We are just waiting for the red. I mean, uh, green lights um, to move forward. But um, again, everything happens for a reason. So what happened is we you know donated most of the chocolates to all the people, and that was a. Uh, marketing way to get all the people and then show who you are what you are and yeah every, I believe everything mm-hmm. happens for a reason so 
I'm not too sad about it. I was extremely sad from the beginning, but now I'm okay. I kind of letting it go. So <laughs> that's amazing. Okay, that's so that's cool that you know you took a roadblock, pivoted it, donated to help people, and kind of get yourself out there. And I thought that's that's super cool. So um, I there's one question I always want to ask everyone uh, near the end and want to know what's one thing that you've learned that's impacted your life the most? That <clears throat> having a small business is great, mm -hmm. but meantime, it's so stressful. So uh, working under someone, um, sometimes it can be really hard because like, I mean, everybody, I believe, have that experience. Some of, the, some of us believe that we are smarter than our bosses, right? You know, like we, we deserve a promotion. That bit of pride exactly. In us. We, we deserve, you know, more recognition <laughs> or like move up and then have another, um, you know, um, step up with the title, whatever it is. But end of the day, you know, most of us, I know, you know, whenever you're done with work, you go home, your phone sometimes, especially in your hospitality, you mm -hmm. know, uh, business, yeah. your phone never stops, right? Then you hate it. So you just want to have some free time to enjoy your, you know, uh, night or enjoy your holiday with your family having a small business it feels like you're in hospitality business 24 7 because you're in charge of everything so if something happens well who is the right person to talk with you if you have uh, money situation it's still you yeah. if your products doesn't sell it's you if your product sells more it's still you because you have to provide more products and then you have to find more capital to make more chocolates, right? Otherwise, if you're out of stock, nobody will gonna be interested to working with you any, anymore. Mm -hmm. So even though sometimes good things happens, it still give you gives you a hard time because you have to have plan B, plan C, plan D, or plan Z so to move forward with the small businesses. It's great because you can take vacation whenever you want. You can turn off your phones and then relax a little bit and then turn on and work again. Mm -hmm. But um, what I learned is whatever struggles that we have, whatever problems that we have, or whatever problems we might see in the future or we might face in the future, it will happen for a reason. And then that just makes you uh, more stronger. So. I I'm really grateful that I have uh, you know decided to do my own business even though I have sleepless nights because of stress because of the you know uh, some you know uncertainty you know about future mm -hmm. but the thing is end of the day I can decide whatever I want or I can decide uh, wherever I go right so that's it makes a huge difference uh, I learned how to be strong stronger person. Uh, after the business, I learned how to deal with stress. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, first we had our first production. It was um, a German manufacturer Ger uh, in Germany, right? I, uh, you know, before COVID, we used to make our chocolates in Germany, uh, just uh, import from Germany to here. Mm -hmm. But uh, after COVID, we start to make chocolates in Utah. Uh, but that time, I had no customers and uh, their minimum was 3,000 pounds of each flavors. So we made three flavors wow. of chocolates, right? 9,000 pounds of chocolates, and then I had no customers. So it, as I said, like it sounds like it's really stupid, but it makes me feel that I am in a rush. I have to find the customers. Uh, probably I wouldn't work that hard when I didn't have that many products in my warehouse. Yeah. But I work hard and then really, really hard and our first customer was Walmart. So we start to you know sell all, all of our chocolates to Walmart and then it worked out really well. And yeah, um, sometimes that kind of um, struggles makes you a lot stronger than, or make you, you know, uh, decides, decide to do some actions otherwise mm -hmm sitting down, that's not gonna help, or just like taking it some stuff easy doesn't uh, take you where you wanna be. So yeah, the biggest thing was taking the risk or dealing with the risk and find uh, quick and better solutions 
whatever uh, situation that you're you know struggling with. Mm-hmm. So that that was the biggest benefit from the company. But other than that, now I have more time uh, with my family. You know, like between uh, five to seven, I don't work. I just spend time with my son. And as soon as he goes back to bed, then I go back to work. So <laughs> always, always on that grind. I love though that that you can be able to have that time to be with your family. Yes, yeah. that's super important. As I said, life is short, so we believe we are gonna live for forever, right? I mean, we believe we are gonna see at least, you know, next 60 years and then, you know, spend some great time with the family, right? Sometimes it's not working out. So the problem is uh, the you never know what's gonna happen to you in the future. So I believe, you know, uh, I will live next couple hundred years. That's why I work hard. But meantime, I believe I'm gonna die tomorrow. So that's why I have quality time with my family. So I love that. You never know what the future never know. is. Yeah, we work hard to get things done or make more money to have a quality of life in the future. But just one small mistakes in your life that you're not gonna have that. So that's why I'm really. Um, care about the quality of time with the family. Otherwise, um, as I said, you never know what's gonna happen tomorrow. Right. So that's why I'm taking it easy meantime, but I'm working hard that um, I'm, my goal is live next 250 years. So. <laughs> that is a good goal to have. <laughs> Sam, thank you so much for, for being here, taking the time out of your busy day to come and, and talk to me. I felt like I've learned a lot. It's got me excited for your new flavors to continue to see where your journey goes. And just overall, it's got me more excited about chocolate. And thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, and one more thing I just want to mention. Uh, hopefully next month, we are going to um, provide some chocolate truffles too. So we, we finish you know, formulation, we finished um, the packaging. So hopefully next month, by this time, we are going to have them on, you know, uh, on the shelves. And definitely, I'm going to get you some samples. Oh, thank you so much. Right, so chocolate truffles. Um, any specific flavors? Yes, we are making a milk, dark, uh, milk with mint, uh, dark with mint, mint, and dark with soft caramel. Oh my gosh. So we are going to have five, uh, maybe six different flavors. That sounds so good. Okay, everyone heard it here first. You got to get those truffles from Desiria Chocolate. That's going to be so good. Um, I'm, where, can, where can my viewers or listeners find you on, the so, on social media? or um, We use Instagram, Facebook, uh, and uh, that's about it. And uh, we are working on our uh, social media uh, accounts. Hopefully, mm-hmm. pretty soon, we are going to have different uh, platforms too. But at the moment, we are in, if they um, search desiria.chocolate, that they are going to find us uh, in, on Instagram. And uh, other than that, yeah, all if they go our website, that all the information uh, about uh, social media that we have over there. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, I'll make sure that you know if you want to check it out. Well, you should check it out. I mean, it's amazing. I've had it. I can't wait to try the truffles too. I'll have all of that down in the description below, um, in the show notes, but also um, for the video be in the in the comments. You can check that out too. Um, again, thank you for for coming on. Uh, just everyone, if you um, if you liked the show, don't forget to leave a like, a comment, review. That really helps us out. And then we can get more amazing people like Sayon here on the podcast. But until then, I hope you have a sweet day. Thanks for watching.